Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the hour of truth, with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blades. A very warm welcome to all listeners of Aetherius Radio Live, brought to you on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio every third Tuesday of the month. We are now broadcasting from a new platform in order to enhance the experience of all our listeners. We are very pleased to say that the introductory music was composed especially for Aetherius Radio Live by Kevin Kendall, a talented composer and musician who is a full member of the Aetherius Society. The introductory words were spoken by Pete Higginson, a full staff member for many decades and a minister at the European headquarters. We hope you will enjoy this Aetherius Radio Live show and continue to discover the cosmic message for this age, revealed through legendary master of yoga and world-renowned medium, Dr. George King, between 1954 and 1997. Today, your host, Chrissy Blaze, will be joined once more by our regular and popular guest, Alison Lawrence. They will be discussing... The Cosmic Masters Appeal to Women. So, without further ado, I hand you over to Chrissy and Alison. Well, thank you very much, Nikki, and uh, welcome to this new platform. So, hello, Alison. Great to have hello. you back again with Theories Radio Live. Well, I'm and, very happy to be here. Yeah, it's always good to have you as a regular guest. And today we're talking about a very important series of transmissions, a two-part transmission delivered to the world in 1958, but just as relevant today. The first part delivered at Caxton Hall in London on June the 28th um, through Dr. George King by Mars Sector 6. And that gives a rousing appeal to the women of the world to act against what was a time at that time, and still is, the awful threat of what he termed atomic annihilation and the absolutely horrible effects of nuclear weapons on not just this generation, but future generations. The second part was delivered by the Master Aetherius and St. Guling at the European headquarters two days later on June the 30th. We were told that this appeal of the world to the women of the world was the first of its kind ever to be given by interplanetary communicators. Our master got to work as soon as he heard these and arranged for copies to be sent everywhere to women's magazines, women's groups, branches worldwide, and even copies of these were sent to um, her Maj- the late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, the Queen Mother, and Queen Juliana of the Netherlands. And he urged people to protest and support a meeting that he had already arranged to be held in Trafalgar Square, London, on August the 23rd. At that time, nuclear experimentation was rife, and the appeal was made to women to work together with men to bring a stop to this, as you will hear. Uh, But today, as we know, this still hangs over us with certain countries of the world still threatening us in this absolutely awful way. So today, Alison and I will read extracts from these fantastic transmissions and we'll discuss these. And I'll begin by reading the first extract and then inviting our wonderful guest, Alison, to offer her wise thoughts about this. So beginning with the first transmission is the karmic lord, Mars Sector 6. As you know, 
the female of the species is regarded magnetically as the negative pole. She is absolutely and completely essential in every way to the great scheme of the divine creator. She is not considered to be inferior in any way. She is now in the position which gives her certain strategic advantages over the male. We appeal to the female upon terror to use this advantage so that she may put pressure in her own skillful way upon her male counterpart in order to incite him into definite and direct action regarding the murder weapons now being produced by the male. Well, thank you, Chrissy. Well, um, what I'd like to start by saying is that, of course, duality exists throughout all creation, the positive and negative pole, and they are both essential. It's having these two aspects in harmony that will bring about perfection. The two halves make up the whole. Obviously, the powers that be have observed patterns of human behaviour throughout our history, and they have seen the imbalance between man and woman. And the time has come for this to change. And yet when you look around the world, women in the West are now on a much more equal footing. And then you look at other parts of the world where countries are stuck in a medieval autocracy where women are horribly abused. But definitely women could do more to stop what we might call male aggression. So I'd like to now continue with the next extract. The female is virtually the mother of the planet. Being so, she searches diligently for security, not for her personal security, so much as for the security of her children. Throughout the ages, woman on the whole has oft-times seen fit to encourage her opposite counterpart to fight bravely in the wars for so-called freedom and so-called protection. Today there cometh a light to woman. Slowly and surely she can see that her action in the past was criminal because it was a contravention of the law of God. So today she is slowly realising that she must now take an active part in world affairs. She must discourage her opposite counterpart from continuance with this foolishness. Thank you, Alison. First of all, I think you'll agree that's a wonderful description, mother of the planet, women being mother of the planet. And I certainly feel that whether or not a woman has children, and this is a common question that I've had throughout my life, certainly, and I'm probably you have too, Alison. Um, yeah. And we, we do have, but I've always felt this, that we have a responsibility for all the children of the world. And we're working as hard as we can for all the children of the world and all the people of the world. So this is certainly true that um, this wonderful description, the mother of the planet, I like that. And it's certainly true also that women have historically, and they still to, do today, encouraged their male counterparts, their spouses, their partners to fight. And yet although they mistakenly think they do that in the name of freedom and protection, but when has war ever brought freedom? It never has and it never will. No, I it agree ties, with you. <laughs> yes, it ties us tightly to the endless cycle of war. 
Um, if you look back through history, we see that this is absolutely true, and we see examples of this. And Alison, I was reading uh, Mahatma Gandhi recently, and he said um, he was all for the empowerment of women, as you probably know. And he believed that the future of nonviolence was with the women of the world. He said, man has delighted in enslaving you, and you have proved willing slaves till the slave and the holders have become one in the crime on degrading humanity. I mean, that's quite a Ooh, strong that's statement. A statement. <laughs> but it's true, I think. So, yes, um, women, we should not never be willing slaves. I don't think they are so much, as Alison said, in the West now, because we're fortunate. But the best yes, way we can yeah. help to bring peace and we can help all the children of the world and our male counterparts to be is to support them with truth, urging them to tread the path of peace, not war. And it does take a lot of courage. I know for some women, it takes a lot of courage, takes love. It's not an easy task, but a karmic Lord has shown us the way. And uh, it's never an easy task, is it, to bring that change? <laughs> I know it takes a lot of courage especially from the part of women. It does, yeah. So I'll, I'll continue with this yeah. transmission. Um, women, woman today is beginning to listen to her intuition. For centuries, this has been laughed at by the so-called wise men, but today only fools do laugh. Man has realised, even though he will not admit it, that his female counterpart has, inherent within her mind, the capacity called intuition, by the use of which she can plainly see certain conclusions without having to indulge in the conscious process of deduction. This intuition is telling woman that she must become more active in the scheme of things upon this planet. Realization is dawning upon her. No longer does sensitive, intelligent woman encourage her man in his murderous attempts to kill a planet? Well, I would think that it's generally accepted that women are more intuitive. They often get premonitions about things. But in a way, you could say they've had to develop this in that way because it was the only way a woman could express herself because for so many centuries she was denied education. Now, uh, when you look at the history of philosophy, the debating process was always carried out by men. The women were excluded. And if you just follow the process of deduction, you end up by losing your intuitive abilities. And I think today, if you look at the legal profession, that is a perfect example. You know, you can't use your intuition. You have to follow certain accepted parameters. And as we all know, how many criminals have been let off through some legal technicality? But we must always remember that the true intuition comes from the higher self, and this will not let you down. And of course, our master, Dr. King, has stated this in an excellent talk that he gave on this subject. And both men and women have the same potential to be intuitive. But there's one point I would like to make, and that is logic is not the enemy of intuition. When you study more advanced metaphysics, you have to apply logic to your intuition to understand the deeper aspects. And the goal of enlightenment is there for both men and women. But if you look at the West in particular, 
Western philosophy, I think, is vacuous. And I used to study this when I, in the, my later years at school. And endless debating does not give you the meaning of life because they don't have real knowledge. Yes. That's interesting thoughts on intuition. Thank you for sharing that. I, I like the fact, interesting what you said about how in the past women had to rely more heavily on their intuition because they didn't have other opportunities. You know, that was yes, absolutely. Possibly helped them to develop that very important uh, aspect, as you say. Thank you. Right, I'll continue. Please do. And she can see that he will only bring grave disaster upon his own head, upon her head, but more important still, upon the head of her children. She is not doing enough about it. Therefore, we appeal to every sane, right-thinking woman upon terror to make known her feelings, her real feelings, regarding atomic experimentation. Ladies of Earth, this is your duty before God. It is your duty to your children and to their children and their children's children. You would not like to see your baby born with a mutated head growing out of the middle of its stomach. And yet these things are happening upon terror. Now, at this very moment, things which are a direct result of the testing of nuclear devices things which are the direct result of using cobalt and other isotopes for so-called medical purposes. Yeah, that's a horrible vision, isn't it? But before I go into that, I just want to say that, um, so although women, we're not totally responsible for war on this planet, atomic experimentation and so forth, we haven't done enough to stop it. Uh, the men on the whole have been the ones who tended to be the ones to fight and so forth. But we've kind of stood behind pushing them on in the past. So, and the, our master said when commenting on these transmissions, and I'd just like to quote uh, an extract from his lecture about these, they picked out the women especially, I suppose, as a last hope to do something about this. I mean, to me, that's so sad. We're the last hope to bring peace to our world. It's heartbreaking, but it's the truth, I think. Yes. Desperate times. And yet um, it's a wonderful opportunity for all women to realize this, not to get so entrenched in uh, everyday things, in, you know, to take on this challenge for our survival. But also I'd just like to go into the, um, this horrible vision, this true vision that Mars Sector 6 gave, this shocking picture of what could happen and does happen, he's saying, is, is happening now then in the 50s, probably still happening to a certain extent, with a baby mutated by nuclear testing. And Alice and I was reading, and you are responsible. Mars yeah. Sector 6 tells us how radioactivity can cause mutation. And, and these are my words, my interpretation of what he was saying. Uh, so I urge people to read this again. I mean, it's a fantastic uh, chapter, and you are responsible. But basically, um, it alters the impression placed by the male and female during the sexual act upon the life cells. And the subtler aspects of radiation cause a specific strain on the ether itself. And this strain brings a change from the original pattern and can, in certain cases, cause this mutation. And it can also cause things like leukemia, blood and bone cancers, cancers of all types, even um, in babies as well as adults. And um, 
These strontium-90 deposits, which are released through thermonuclear fission, travel around, travel around the Earth, can be taken into the food, directly into our bloodstream, our nervous system, bone structure causing cancers of the bone, etc. And I believe this is one of the reasons, Alison, why there's been such a tremendous surge in cancer in the world. Since yes, the I agree with you. Yeah, then, I mean, it's... Sure. There's another aspect which we have to remember, and that is radioactive poisoning affects all our bodies, not just the physical body, but the subtle bodies as well. So that when we pass on, we will take this contamination with us. It's it's an absolutely terrible thought. It really is. Yeah, we're only able to measure, I think, one octave of radiation, whereas the the cosmic masses with their sensitive instrumentation can measure we told the other six octaves so there's yes. seven octaves altogether and um, mars sector six urged us to stop all forms of radioactive experimentation even for medical purposes that's yes. interesting and he did say though in, in your response but as i'm sure you remember with the sole exception of x-ray because interestingly at that time there hadn't or it still hasn't i think yet being replaced with another type of apparatus. So it's not ideal, but it's a, a sort of practical approach. And I, But I have to say, Alison, because a lot of people now have cancer and have had, have had radiation, had it myself, I do believe that the radiation used for certain forms of cancer is very different now, much uh, better in a way, uh, less deadly probably from what was used in the 50s and the 60s i agree with Um, you yes yeah but even so i still think you you have to accept it carries with a certain inherent danger if you're sure um so you know it's not ideal (laughs) (laughs) no i know so i will continue to, to read this transmission yeah your man has done this to your planet you can tell him so If you must use your wiles, and you must, dear ladies, then use them to good purpose. Use them to put psychological pressure upon your menfolk, so that they may see some sense before it is too late. This is essential. Well, I I think it's a very important point. Look at the state of the world now. The world is still at war. You know, it goes back to the fact that women are the preservative force and could do a lot more to talk men out of warmongering. And I think this is true across the world, throughout the centuries, and it applies today. And, of course, our weapons are more sophisticated now, so the danger is even greater. That's so true. That's very true indeed. Yeah, you wonder... Because I, I believe, Alison, I'm sure you do, that women can do an awful lot. I mean, if your husband was waging war, then you, you wouldn't just, I'm talking about women generally, most of us wouldn't just stand there and do nothing. You know? No, no. So it's absolutely not. Right, I will continue. And this is very interesting extract. The world upon which you reside is a female entity. There may come a time... It should have come before now, when all the positions of authority will be filled by female entities. This is part of the scheme of things for terror. The very fact that you females reside upon a female planet must help you. 
the very fact that you females in the British Commonwealth have, as a sovereign, a female, must help you. It is to you we specially direct this appeal. Yes, very, very interesting, Alison. Our master has said that there will come a time when this earth will be mostly populated with women, which is part of the scheme of things for earth. Um, of course, now um, I was looking that up, you know, the statistics of men versus women. And oh, it's yeah. actually right now it's only 101 women to 100 men, right. um, which is about over 4 billion women. It's a lot of oh, women. Right. <gasps> of course, if you are a man... It doesn't mean to say that you won't be one of the leaders of the world in the future as we, through reincarnation, we change sexes through the lifetimes in order to gain different experiences. Um, but I also have to say on the topic of, of women and holding positions of leadership in the future that our master in setting up the Ethereum Society gave an awful lot of opportunities, um, especially at that time, he opened up the ecclesiastical side of the society to, to women before women were even allowed positions in the church. And even some churches are still not allowed positions, which is crazy. Um, he opened up the cosmic missions for women to play rather you know, technical roles. And he urged women to give lectures and play prominent roles in the media and so on at a time when it was almost all men. So he really did in many ways, empower and respect women, realising, I'm sure, uh, of the role of women for the future. Well, actually, there's something else I'd like to add to that, even oh, yes. looking you know, around the world. There are positions in our world that are very important, that are held by women now. The International Monetary Fund, the IMF, the head of that is a French lady, Christine Lagarde, the European Union, the head of that is Ursula von der Leyen. Our new Italian Prime Minister, Georgia Maloney. And look how long Angela Merkel was a Chancellor for Germany. And of course, in England, we have, we've had Margaret Thatcher, Theresa May. We've had two female Prime Minister. And of course, it's interesting that... Uh, you know, Mars Sector 6 picks out the fact that our queen, our sovereign, was a woman. So I think women are starting to make headway, which I think is a great thing. But we have to go further. <laughs> yes, and very good points there, Alison. Thank you. So I continue to read this yes. transmission. Yes. You are, in the eyes of the great ones, the preservers of balance. You cannot preserve balance until you have balance. You are asked to impress most strongly upon your male leaders the vital necessity for balance so that you may preserve it. Man is the creator. He is the changer, in a limited sense, of course. Man is going down the wrong path. He is creating a monster which will mutate your offspring. You must go out of your way to inform him of this in every possible manner so that some balance may be brought about in the affairs of terror. And then you can take your rightful place as the preserver of that balance. At the moment, you are preserving disharmony. You should detach yourselves completely from such preservation, lest your karma be twofold. Well, Mars uh, Sector 6, of course, is reiterating the fact that uh, there is duality throughout creation. 
creation, preservation being both equal. And there'll never be perfect harmony until these two polarities are balanced. But we also have to remember that these warnings about the dire consequences of nuclear folly were given at a time, which you mentioned in your introduction, at a time when nuclear experimentation was rife. And of course, the consequences of all this was not understood then. And it's only recently that in recent years that the dangers of nuclear experimentation were actually taken on board. And this approach to the women in the world was a deliberate strategy by the cosmic masters to try and knock some sense into the men, I think that's the best way of putting it. (laughs) But finally, there was a move to stop all this experimentation and the Treaty of the Non-Proliferation of Nuclear Weapons was signed on July the 1st, 1968 by the USA, the then USSR and 40 other countries. But this is, this is absolutely horrific, the research that I've just, just come up with. Since uh, the first Trinity test in 1945, the USA carried out 1,032 nuclear tests. They were bombing the ground, in the air, underground, and in the ocean. And of course, as we know, the nuclear threat hasn't gone away because now you've got the rogue states. I mean, I have to say, Russia's been threatening it, Iran, North Korea, China, and both India and Pakistan have the bomb as does Israel. And there's, of course, the nuclear accidents that we have. Oh, yes. From time to time. Absolutely. uh, One wonders how there's not more, actually, because there's so many (laughs) nuclear power plants. um, Yes, well, Chernobyl. (laughs) and Fukushima, of course, they're worried about releasing the nuclear, um, you know, the water into the sea. Yes. uh, And so on. So... Well, we were given a a lot of help with the the big nuclear accident. I think it was Kishchim in 19... I think that was 1958, actually. Right. And where a lot of radioactivity was mopped up by divine intervention. Mustn't forget that. Right, that's uh, true. We got a lot of help in that way. We most definitely (laughs) did. (laughs) Anyway, I shall carry on with the next extract. The biggest single issue upon terror today is the distrust twixt man and man, born as an evil child from the devil's womb of ignorance. Believe it or not, the powers of intuition of woman can transmute to a large extent this monster, can cut from the heart of your world this vile growth, if you would expend sufficient effort in this direction. May I repeat... If you utilise your wiles, and it is natural that you do so, then use this energy in this direction, if not for your own sake, then for the sake of your helpless children. Many women have given their love to a small baby. These women would protect this baby with their lives, and yet at the same time they turn a deaf ear and a blind eye to the absurd and dangerous antics of their male counterparts. Such is the parody of human nature. Check this. Alter this now. Use your energies in order to protect your children. 
Use these energies in such a way that you can impress upon the minds of your male leaders their folly in a continuance with their present line of experimentation. Your children's children are now looking to you, are looking to you. What will you leave them? A world of disruption, a world of disharmony, or will you leave them paradise? Thank you, Alison. What a powerful appeal this is. A tremendous appeal delivered by a lord of karma, which lodged itself firmly in the etheric belt of earth and still today bringing change and Interesting that you brought up the the signing of the uh, anti-nuclear proliferation yes. <laughs> in 1968. So that, that was interesting how this has been impressed in the mind belt and change is coming. I feel it's a really hopeful message, um, an empowering one for the women of the world, but it just won't happen. We have to make it happen. And he's saying that it won't happen by force necessarily, but more effectively by using the wiles, which are so much a part of the psychological makeup of of most women. In other words, they're natural. So what are they? Some of the younger listeners, they may not even have heard of this term. Uh, You could say it's a method of female persuasion, but a positive way to obtain what you want, not in a selfish way. It's got to be mixed with some compassion and understanding and so forth skillfully to empower people to help them to become their best selves and anything you'd like to add to that Alison that's what I think of as wiles well I think particularly in the west I think there is a a, quite a sea change the younger generation I think especially the men they're much sort of softer they're they're far more aware of the feminine and right. uh, I think that will that will help most definitely. You know, I think men and women are really joined together far more. There's less of this, this separation between men and women, and I, I think that that is that is a, a move in the right direction. Absolutely, I think you can definitely see the change that's taken place over the last sixty-five years. I thought the term parody of human nature was very brilliant, very true. I think it's because in so many people, you can see that emotions rule and logic takes a backseat. But ideally, I think we're striving, as you said, Alison, a combination of controlled emotion, intuition, love, compassion, and the all-important logic. So I liked what he said about that parody of human nature. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, Alison, before I continue with the um, transition, believe it or not, it's gone halfway through the show. So oh, well, time we flies. Just, yes, hand back to our producer, Nikki. Right. Well, thank you very much, both uh, Chrissy and Alison. Very interesting indeed. You are listening to A Theories Radio Live with Chrissy Blaze and Alison Lawrence discussing the Cosmic Master's appeal to women. You'll be pleased to hear that two more pilgrimages to Mount Baldy in Southern California, USA, will take place. The first one taking place this coming Saturday, August the 19th, and the next one will be on Saturday, September the 16th. Full details on ethereus.org. 12 midnight GMT, September the 3rd, heralds in the first hour of this third spiritual push for 2023 when once again that shining temple of light 
the giant spacecraft known as Satellite Number 3 will be in orbit of the world, this world, until October the 9th, during which all spiritual actions performed with a selfless motive are enhanced by a factor of 3,000 times. The special service to mark the first hour of this third spiritual push for 2023 will be live-streamed from the Aetherius Temple in London and will be conducted by Richard Lawrence, which you are warmly invited to join with. Please feel free to join in the regular daily services, especially during this period, which are held throughout the year, sending out much-needed spiritual energy to our world. Again, details on Aetherius.org. On September the 19th, in the next Aetherius Radio Live show, your hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze, will be presenting some very sound advice for all spiritual workers. Ten ways your psychic powers can enhance service. That's it for now, and I'm very pleased to hand you back to Chrissy and Alison. Thank you very much, Nikki. Welcome back, Alison. I will continue with reading the next part of the transmission. You cannot, not one of you, escape this question. I put it, dear ladies, not to your minds, but I place it in your hearts, in your very souls. I know what answer you will give. Then, dear ladies, bring your desires in this respect into active manifestation upon your planet. You know what to do. You do not need instruction in this respect. You know what to do. I can but remind you that you must do it. I can but bring to your minds the terrible consequences if you do not do this. Please, please, we appeal to you as a last resource to use every method which is within the spiritual law to impress upon your leaders the utter absurdity of their present policy. Tell them they are endangering your children's lives and make sure that they know this. Only the great God knows what their karma will be if they continue with this madness and bring about a complete disruption of balance upon terror. Whether you believe I come from Mars or not, matters not. I appeal to you to apply what I have said to your hearts and act upon the inevitable answer. Dear ladies, your children now depend upon your action. Will you let them down? This transmission came from Mars Sector 6, from satellite number 3, now in magnetization orbit terror through primary terrestrial mental channel. This transmission was an emergency appeal to the ladies of the world. Listen, know, act, for by your action will you save your children and theirs. All transmissions now discontinued. Well, I mean, when you get an urgent message like that from a Lord of Karma, you have to take notice. But you see, this is, a, this is a terrible, another terrible aspect to it, that men are creating, through their development of these weapons, terrible karma for the human race as a whole. And unfortunately, women cannot escape this. You see, what one person does affects the whole. And women have to share some karmic responsibility for the actions of the men. You know, they can't just sit back and say, well, it's nothing to do with me, because 
we're all, as I said, we are all linked to one another. And of course, all this wrong course of action will have its repercussions upon future generations. And, uh, you know, Mars Sector 6 has stressed this over and over again because it is such an important message today as it was then. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Alison, for your comment. Uh, now let's move on to the second part of this appeal to women. I think we have to kind of speed up a little, both of us. Okay. <laughs> I would ask you, um, Alison, if you kindly read for us. Yes. The first part. So um, Mars Sector 6 comes in again, and I will read this part. This is Mars Sector 6 reporting from satellite number three, now in magnetization orbit Terra. The absorption factor is now 5.99. Go on, go on, go on, dear brothers of Earth, to your salvation. Relate orbital section 2.0, NEM 4. So it's interesting that uh, the absorption factor went up, so it shows the importance of such a transmission. Yes. But now the master of Therius comes in. yes. It is absolutely so. Now my message this afternoon will be quite short. Owing to certain conditions seen to prevail during the last transmission, I decided I could not at that time cause mental channel number one any further strain by transmitting. Therefore, I do so now. The transmission regarding the appeal to the ladies of terror given by Mars Sector 6 is of course a vitally important one. Advice is given here to the women of Terra in the hope that they will act upon it. Now, as you can see for yourselves, dear ladies, this transmission is indeed tantamount to a gentle rebuke, but a very positive one. Throughout the ages, you have in many ways failed, just as your male counterpart has failed. You have not been any worse than he has but only on the whole a little better. You have a definite part to play in these days, a part which will be of vital importance to the planet as a whole. We are glad to see such a realisation is dawning upon the more sensitive and balanced female. Thank you, Alison. Yes, it's good to be reminded that we've failed in the past. We only have to look at the state of the world today to realise that, let alone to look back into previous civilizations. And it is painful to realize that. It's very painful. But yes, indeed, we have failed. But the Master Ethereus and Mars Sector 6 always tell us the truth, but also they always give us the solution. They show us the way forward. And um, I'm going to read the next part of this transmission. No longer is she willing to regard herself as a chattel. She, realising her equal, note that ladies, her equal importance to the planetary scheme of evolution, is taking a more active part in affairs. However, I would like now to be permitted, if I may, to give you ladies a word or two of advice. Do not ever forget that you must preserve balance in your actions based upon this appeal, as indeed you must preserve balance in all your actions based upon mental stimuli, no matter from what source that initial impulse doth come. You cannot run this or any other planet without man. Neither can man run this or any other planet without your help. 
both of you are essential. Therefore, it is up to you to be prepared to walk hand in hand with your positive counterpart through the experience called evolution. Remember that. Remember also that just now man has started to release forces which are liable to kill you all. I would like to note here as well, by the way, that some of you women are equally as responsible for this as man, for two reasons. Number one, through the centuries you have encouraged men to fight you. That was wrong, as you now realize. Number two, I am informed that some women physicists actually have contributed contributed considerably to the making of the foul hydrogen bomb. This is very wrong in every way. Right. Well, I have um, a few comments to make about this particular extract. First of all, I'd like to say that it's really good to hear that statement by the master of Theorius, that man cannot run this planet without woman. And there's also the statement that men should pay attention to. And that is, in order to evolve, men and women as equal and opposite partners have to work hand in hand together through the experience called evolution. And every time a man treats a woman badly due to so-called cultural traditions, he's holding himself back. And I'm afraid because of the scheme of reincarnation that we have to go through on this planet, He'll have to learn that lesson and in some future life will have to reincarnate as a woman, not as a punishment, but in order to learn how not to treat women. So it's a, it's a learning curve for men in particular. But there's another aspect that I want to talk about, and that is the last part of this extract about the women physicists. And that is a truly revealing statement. And what it tells us is that the master Theorius clearly has his sources who observe us in minute detail. Now, as we know, Robert Oppenheimer, who is always regarded as the father of the atomic bomb, is all the rage at the moment because we've had this new blockbuster film. But behind the scenes, there have been several women physicists who played a crucial role in the development of the atomic bomb. Now, radium and polonium, there two radioactive elements, were discovered by Marie Curie. And uh, she's certainly the most famous woman scientist of her day. Now, she wasn't um, involved in the development of the bomb, but I think her discovery probably led to what we might call nuclear medicine. But this was quite shocking. Nuclear fission was discovered by a woman, a German physicist named Lisa Meitner. And she worked with other scientists as well, but uh, she was never, could you say, recognised in her lifetime. And then the the chain reaction was discovered by a woman named Leona Woods Marshall Libby. Now, these are probably names that no one has ever heard of because, um, you know, they're not known in mainstream knowledge, but them and other women contributed to the development of the bomb. And uh, it just goes to show that the cosmic masters have observed this 
and they were watching everything that was going on. Thank you. Yes, I know. I was quite shocked. I mean, there must have been seven or eight women who all played a part in different parts of the world. The Master of Theorius again. Remember these points, dear ladies. If you know any such women, please, please try to put them on the right track. Do not expect or even sanction the menfolk who offer to defend you. Make it known that you do not desire such defence, because, I will say this, man has made the atom bomb as much for woman as he has for himself. Although most decent-minded women have not sanctioned this action, therefore are not to blame for it, but there are some to blame. Woman is so made that she can give birth to the race, and just as important, because of her physical and mental contact with the babies born, she becomes the first teacher and one of the most important sources of information to her child. Ladies, can you not see what I mean? You are in a position to guarantee that your children will be correctly taught, will be taught by the laws of God as they should be taught. You are in a very much better position to do this than any stiff-collared priest. You always have been in this position, but you have not lived up to your responsibilities. We can see now that you are beginning to realise your responsibilities and live up to them. This is a great thing, a thing which could help the correct education of your children so that in their turn, if you guarantee them the opportunity, they can be completely detached from all horror weapons such as nuclear devices. Thank you, Alison. Yeah, what the Cosmic Masters are doing here is giving the women of the world blueprints, I think, of how to achieve peace for the entire world. I mean, it's so much in this transmission. Um, it was interesting for me to read what the Master of Theory said about women being the first teacher and one of the most important sources of information to her child, much more so than the stiff-coloured priest. Yes, I know. (laughs) But I I think that was probably more a problem at the time than it is now, I would say. Women, I think, on the whole, are, you know, educating their children, uh, certainly in the West, and drawing on their own talents and intuition and so forth more than they are, you know, sending them to the stiff-coloured priests. I think... Certainly, you can see that the words and the power of this transmission has permeated the minds and the hearts of women. Uh, and this change is taking place now. Uh, I remember growing up, my father actually always instilled in me that the women were the teachers of the world and how much confidence that gave me. So I feel that applies to all mothers, of course, but to all, not just all mothers, but to all women. And once we learn these truths, then our role is not just to act on them, but to share and to teach with others, to teach others of them. So, Alison, I'll just continue. We we have to sort of rush through this last part here. So I'm going to um, go on, ladies, rally. Make your menfolk know how you feel about this. Use every method you possibly can in order to impress upon them your feelings regarding their folly. And if you work hard enough in this respect, you will have some success. Now, before I do vacate transmission orbit, I would like to give you the benefit of my invocation. I invoke the power from the masters of the sun and Saturn this very moment. 
May this power flow through you all this very moment, so that you may know that God dwells silently within you all. Dear ladies, I give you my blessings. Take these into God-realization with you. Good afternoon. And then a special announcement from Mars Sector 6. This is Mars Sector 6 reporting from satellite number 3, now in magnetization orbit, Terra. The absorption factor has now risen to 6. This rise has been brought about by the transmission by the mighty adept you choose to call Ethereus. This may give you some little idea of the power of that one. This transmission came from Mars Sector 6 from satellite number 3, now in magnetization orbit Terra, with the sanction and authority of interplanetary parliament based upon the planet Saturn through primary terrestrial mental channel. This transmission was the second part of the appeal to woman. Woman, be woman in kindness. Transmission now discontinued. Well, the Master Theorius continues to encourage ladies to do the right thing. And he gives his blessing to ladies of this world. I think that's absolutely marvellous. I mean, you know, the Master Theorius was the first cosmic master to contact our master, Dr. George King. And, uh, you know, he's certainly a master of understatement. But anything that he says you can take as being of great significance. Thank you, Alison. That's so very true. It's now my pleasure to introduce the third transmission in this two-part series. And this is a beautiful transmission from another wonderful master, the Ascended Master, Saint Guling. Let your love flow forth. Take your appeal most seriously, dear ladies, and use it in every possible way you can throughout your earth. You have, as you have been told, an important part to play in the coming scheme of things. Throughout the ages, you have missed your God-given opportunities to tame the fierce heart of man by your kindness, which was inherent within you. But you sought it not. Look into your hearts and release your gentleness, so that this perfume might creep slowly but surely into the mind of man. Well, of course, that uh, elevated, ascended master, Saint Guling, reiterates what Mars Sector 6 and the Master Theorists have said before that. In times gone by, women didn't, didn't think it was their place to give advice. But women have the power to calm the aggression in man. And of course, you know, he is... Uh, from this earth, so he would understand the human psychology perfectly well. And that's the advice that he would give at this moment. And I think it applies as much today. And I want to continue with uh, the Master Saint Guling. You are not in any way equal to man in certain respects, but in others you are superior. This gives your earth the essential balance between man and woman. You both are essential to the scheme of things, equally essential. When the whole is viewed, neither is superior in or inferior in the whole pattern. 
In these days, your love, which you can radiate from your hearts if you transmute your basic emotion, can be a great balancing force in the world. Use it and bring balance. Then you can preserve this balance and so play your more essential part in helping to save all life streams upon your planet from the degradation of involution. I visualised the ethereal society into existence. It was necessary for me to work through a male in order to do this. Great wisdom which cometh to this planet has come through a male and will continue to do so. The male must put the planet right and leave it symbolically to the female to keep it so. Meditate upon this and some wisdom will be yours. Yes, in this beautiful transmission, St. Gulen gives us the ultimate key, the key of the great energy, the L-O-V-E, love. And this is something all women can do, every single woman on earth and man, of course, too. But this is aimed at women who tend to be more emotionally based than men. And we're being urged to transmute this emotion into a higher plane, to love in its most exalted and purest form, to help bring this much needed balance to the chaotic world in which we currently live. So we have on this planet over 4 billion women, as I said, many of them are greatly restricted, I have to say, we are very fortunate here. But so many women are poor, have very little rights or education. But one thing we can all do is one thing we can all do is to radiate love. Of course, I'm not saying it's easy to do when one is struggling to exist. But it is a message being given to all the women of the world. So it is possible. So I'll continue to read this beautiful transmission. When I brought into being, on behalf of the Cosmic Masters, the Aetherius Society, I also knew that great would be its task. You can now see, even though blindly, some idea of its importance. Cooperate together, men and women. Destroy sex resentment and realise you are essential to one another. Women, temper the mind of man with your love and great will be the result. I go. Well, of course, as we know, um, St. Guling visualised the Aetherius Society on the physical plane. And our master, Dr. George King, have given equal roles in all aspects of the Aetherius Society to men and women. And as you were saying at the beginning, Chrissy, we now have uh, women in the ministry, even bishops. And then you look at the more uh, technical and scientific positions, the radionic aspects. You have women engineering officers. So they, they have equal positions. We, you have women who are international directors. You see, our master gave opportunities to men and women according to ability and not to their sex. And when you think about it, the Great White Brotherhood is comprised of ascended men and women. And this, you can go even higher than that, to the Cosmic Masters. We are told that Sector S2, who was uh, um, a Martian uh, master who uh, communicated with our, our, our master, Dr. George King, in the final years in his, of his life, uh, he had in his team two lady scientists. So this goes on throughout 
existence throughout creation, men and women, the negative and positive pole, which is the creative and preservative aspect. And that is the way that we have to go. Men and women have to have equal opportunities and then our world will be a happy, peaceful, spiritual environment, which will be absolutely wonderful. And it's a vision that we should always hold in our hearts and within our sights. Thank you very much, Alison, for your wonderful contribution today. And I just want to close by saying that um, I think we have to now, if you look at the state of the world now, we have to have the same approach during this time as people do during war, when they're in the middle of war, those sacrifices they make, the, the, you know, all the things they suffer, the deprivation and so on. We have to have this approach to keep the peace. Uh, many I, uh, listeners I know are already doing a lot of these things, but I would say that now today, because of the very precarious state of the world, because of the speeding up uh, taking place, um, I believe that women are being called to action as never before. So thank you so much, Alison. Thank you very uh, much. And I'd like to hand over to Nikki for the closing comments. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Chrissy and Alison, for covering such an intriguing subject. As already mentioned, in the next Ethereum Radio Live show on September the 19th, Richard and Chrissy will be sharing 10 ways your psychic powers can enhance service. Excellent. Now remember, 12 Midnight GMT, September 3rd, heralds in the first hour of the third spiritual push for 2023, when once again that shining temple of light, the third satellite, will be in orbit of this world until October the 9th. So please, let us really do all we can during this period to send as much spiritual energy out to our world which so desperately needs it. If you would like to find out more on the publications and facts mentioned in the show, please visit ethereus.org. You can connect with Richard Lawrence through his website, richardlawrence.co.uk, and also with Chrissy through her new website, chrissyblaze.com, and of course, Alison at ethereus.org. We really hope you enjoyed the show this month and thank you so much for listening and we look forward to your company next month. <laughs>